Melissa from Sac Spirit. Yeah, that's me. Thank you for joining me on the 150th episode of the Red Podcast. Woohoo! This is a very, I don't know, numbers and milestones like fives and tens just seem to be important. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I feel like at this point in my life and, and just today in general in the vortex of the time-space continuum we live, we live in, it almost feels serendipitous that you're here. Yeah. Um, Divine intervention, right? I, I literally just reached out to you this afternoon and said, hey, are you busy? Can you come and talk to me? <laughs> <laughs> and you were gracious enough to come by and you had some free time. So thank you very much. You're welcome. Yeah, I happened to have no reading tonight and I got off of work and I was like, yeah, sure. I'll toodle on down here. It's awesome. Overcome my freeway driving fear. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Normally, Brent's your your chauffeur. Yeah, right? yeah he had to finish his work day out because yeah. I start earlier. So um, he finished his work day and it, traffic was kind to me. The traffic gods were nice. So good, good. Here I am. Awesome. Well, um, so I, I, I wanted to bring you on today because I have these topics in mind that I've, I'm struggling to bring together. Okay. And, you know, in... In the wake of grieving, in the wake of separation, in the wake of everything that we've been dealing with over the last year and a half, mm -hmm. we being the collective we, but also we being, you know, you've been yeah. pretty involved in my personal life. Yeah. Uh, forgiveness, gratitude, and healing the inner child. Oh, boy. I know. Heavy subjects, right? Those are some deep things. I know. So <laughs> maybe we can start, like, you know, going down the list bit mm -hmm. by bit, but sure. well, I, I kind of wanted to start this with uh, a visual, which is great for the radio. <laughs> um, I actually have a photo because I've been dealing with a lot of negative self-talk. Yeah. And I think a lot of people can relate to that where you get yourself into a position where you go, ah, oh, I could have done something different where I, why did I do this? Why did I allow, allow myself to get into this position? And how did I get here? And I only have myself to blame. Yeah, no, we're, we are ultimately in the driver's seat of our own lives. So we have to take responsibility for our part in it. And yes, there are mitigating factors that come from outside sources. Um, but yeah, we've got to, no matter what's causing it, you do have to grab the reins at some point. You can't control other people's emotions. You can only control your own. Yeah, and your reactions. Right. And my reaction typically is to go to you dumbass mm. you put yourself into this position you did this to yourself you 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 bah. Mm. like all the all the crappy things you could say to yourself and i won't i, I i've been much more mm. explicit yeah in my own negative self-talk so a friend of mine who, who who tipped me off to this great idea they said carry around a picture of yourself as a younger child oh and whenever you get to those points where you're talking negatively to yourself, mm -hmm. pull out that picture. Would you talk to that same kid oh, wow. with those same words? And so I picked this picture of myself as probably, I don't know, 14, 15. And I'm standing behind my mother in the kitchen of my grandmother's kitchen okay. in Georgetown um, with my sister as well. And I thought this was a great picture because... I would never talk to myself. Let me let me just get this so it doesn't like yeah I'd love to go see that. dark. <laughs> um, so it's a picture of myself 
Oh. Standing behind my mother. Oh my God. You just you're so adorable and cute. And it's <laughs> I, I feel like it's just one of those pictures that mm-hmm. that encompasses the love that I have for my mom. It's almost uh-huh. like a protection and she has a protection over me and she has a protection over my sister, a younger yeah. sister. Mm-hmm. And I I mean, if I were ever to talk negatively to that kid, would I ever talk to that kid with my mom standing in front of me? Probably not. Right? <laughs> no, that that's a great uh technique for and I, sure and i think that a lot of people can probably use that tool to get out of whatever funk that they're in mm-hmm. um there is one person who has reached out to me recently on on uh instagram and i'm not going to release his name but mm-hmm. he reached out and he said i'm just i've been living my life for other people for so long i don't know how to live my life for myself yeah unapologetically and he's really struck. He's lost some people because that that type of depression that you get from over serving out of your cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you you run dry, All right? And then you start resenting yourself and everyone around you. So, how does one get past that hurdle? Like, <laughs> it, it, it's such an individual process. Right? Well, yeah. I mean, it is going to be quite tailored to each person on how you overcome your your inner monologue and, you know, and all of that and pushing yourself too hard to be a people pleaser. At the end of the day, when I've told this to a lot of clients too, when you're giving, give with love, give freely with love. If you're giving and you feel obligated or you feel negative about the process, yeah, it's going to hurt both sides. Mm-hmm. It's not going to end well for, for anyone. So it's a matter of acknowledging that you want to save enough energy and start being compassionate with yourself and giving to yourself first. And then you can dole out drinks from that cup Mm -hmm. that is you however you want. And you'll be doing it with a feeling of joy and love and knowing that you're choosing to do this. And so then you don't end up resenting the person that you're helping. You don't, you know, resent yourself for saying, oh, God, now, you know, I'm exhausted. Why did I, you know, and then you get into this cyclical thing. But there's no perfect recipe. And life is not linear. It's this journey of layers upon layers. So you might have setbacks occasionally where you slip back into a certain behavior. And even that you can't beat yourself up for. And you can't also succumb to the reactions that other people have of that as well because Mm -hmm. i've what i've found in the last month and a half that i've been on this seemingly turbulent ride into independence you know i i I growing pains really rough growing pains Mm -hmm. and with it comes the weight of inviting new people into your bubble yeah and, and not shitting in it. Not shitting in it. Right. And and I'm not trying. And I know that a lot of people that are listening right now probably think that this is about them. Well. This, this isn't necessarily about any individual. This is more about where I'm at right now. Your behavior and your patterns. Right. We all behave in our patterns. Mm-hmm. And it's something to reflect on, right? Like, Yeah. You're learning something. And and, and that's the one thing that I'm taking away from, from these uh how you say <laughs> um torm not uh, there's 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 a little bit of an angst mm-hmm. going on 
and yeah, I and I yeah. feel like it's because I'm I'm getting this ground. I'm getting into this phase of of who I am and finding my place, mm-hmm. and it doesn't necessarily include the pack. Yeah, and 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 I think that that's hurting some of the pack. Well, you're relearning who you are right. and what makes you tick, what makes you happy, what doesn't make you happy. And you're trying to break old patterns and old ways of thinking and doing. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, you've gained a lot of new uh, and or renewed connections within your life. Mm-hmm. And that's beautiful. And that's great. You know, grow that that friendship bubble with all these different new people, men, women, you know, whatever. You're gaining them. And that's a great thing, but you aren't not under any obligation to any person besides yourself right now to do the work and to do the healing. The people around you that realize that you are on a profound and intense journey right now should just simply hold space for you. Mm-hmm. They don't, there should be no expectations about how you act, how you react. You know, it's, you're like, I mean, I'm not trying to like make you look small, but you're, you're kind of like a toddler learning to walk again. That's exactly how I feel. Yeah. That's not, that's not, that, that doesn't sound small at all. Mm-hmm. That's exactly the, the uh, vision that I have of myself. Like when I'm driving home from work, <laughs> I'm thinking back about my day and I'm like, man, the way that I'm traveling through this whole mess, I'm like, I can't even like get my, I'm basically shitting my pants over here. Uh, really. No, but. You, you're, yeah, you are learning a new, whole new process about what makes you tick and your personal time and how much time you want to devote to your personal journey and your growth and your meditation and your time with your animals. And then also how much time you want to dedicate to your friendships and your connections for a short time, however long it needs to be for you, there's going to be a slight degree of what you need to do that looks selfish. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be difficult for you because you're going to challenge yourself and say, well, but I should be able to do everything. I should be able to work this hard full-time job, train, you know, wonderful new people that, you know, are cool and make all these new friendships. Oh, maybe I'll find a romantic partner down the line. And you start filling your head with way too many goals and way too many things when really you need to simplify the living heck out of this and just kind of, Get back to the basics, the basic, basic, basic of you. Okay, I like to get this many hours of sleep. I like to shower at this time of day. These are my favorite meals. I want to go spend time with my dog. I want, you know, I want to plant something, you know, some plants in the yard, whatever it needs to be. It's not to say that, you know, you can just totally ignore the world and ignore your closest, closest confidants. You want to have a small circle of, People who you can rely on, mm-hmm. who you can trust, and who will support you, but you don't have a lot in your cup right now to give. Right. Yeah, and that's created some contention and some connections. And yeah. I mean, I'm sure they'll forgive, and you know, learn, hopefully in time of whatever whatever is going on. And I and I feel that they will. And that's I feel like that that's just the, my nature is to give everything that I've got. Mm-hmm. And and I'm hoping that maybe just even saying this out loud in the universe, not even, mm-hmm. they don't they don't even need to hear us having this conversation, mm-hmm. but us acknowledging this yeah. might reverberate into the ethos and it might mm-hmm. come back and, you know, reward. 
yeah. appropriately for everybody involved, you know, well, because I, yeah. the last thing that I want to do is hurt people's feelings and to take myself away from people to focus on myself is like one of the rudest things that I can think of. It's hard for you. Before all of this, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. So, well, you're, you're a natural people pleaser. Yeah. This is extremely hard. I, like I've, I've said this before, we're, you know, if we weren't, you know, we're, we're six years apart, but we're like cut from the same cloth. You know, we practically, the way we behave is very separated at birth type of, you know, behavior. And so I know the journey you're on and I too have gone through um, negative relationships and uh, I had a divorce and all these kind of things that happened to me, you know, a handful of years ago, uh, 2011, 2012, that kind of thing. So I know what your journey looks like. You really have to just redefine yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you can authentically offer that beautiful self to those around you. It's, you can have connections and people that you're close to and friends while you're on your healing journey. You don't have to isolate, you know, don't be Rapunzel on the tower, <laughs> you know, don't, don't wall yourself <laughs> off and, you know, and ignore everybody. Right. Like there is that beautiful, delicate balance. But if you need to just have, you know, a day, you know, you have an afternoon to yourself and you really just, you don't want to text back to somebody or you don't want to call back or you just, you need some time. It's actually fine to just either, well, I guess you could just not respond, which, but that's created more problems. Yeah. It's better to respond and say, Hey, I'm having some personal time. Um, let me get back to you tomorrow. That is more respectful of your energy and then therefore respectful of people's energy around you, whether that's family or friends, uh, romantic interests, or even coworkers. I mean, the only person I think that you probably have to respond to is Rob. That's that's it. You know, that that's like, that's the, the dead, you know, this is the person you definitely must respond yeah. to. Rob or dad. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's, there's, uh, yes, <laughs> just to basically reverberate to what you're saying that's and that's i think that could be applicable to a lot of people Mm -hmm. that are going through not just similar situations but people that spread themselves too thin oh yeah and don't realize that it's that it's doing you more harm than it Mm -hmm. is you know and to to just have that small bit of respect to just be like hey look i'm going through a time Mm -hmm. and that's the this is a this is a part of my um my language that i just haven't learned how to use just yet until probably the last month and a half where I've yeah. been able to say, Hey, look, this is what I'm going through. Please respect this. I just need my space. And if it, if it takes time, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I can't put a time limit. No, 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 no. On, on Healing that time. Is, a, is a journey. It is not right. an instantaneous and, thing at all. And he, like you said, life isn't linear there. There's just no, there's no recipe for each person to be like, okay, well, you know, you've been out of this for two weeks now. Mm-hmm. So here we go. This is time to get to the phase C or whatever. You're yeah. In. And what, what did I, I mean, what did I tell you early on? Just, you know, you need to take your time right. with this process. Right. And, you know, every, I, I don't know, maybe people, people are on their own pages of their journeys and their life and what they're going through and what they're experiencing. And so, you know, the, you can't really compare. Mm-hmm. Like they want to compare, you, you know, your apples to their oranges. And, and I think you have a, a really good group of people who do support you and do understand you. And a lot of friends that I know really care about you. So even when they get frustrated with you, 
I think that the, it's still out of love. Yeah. Because everyone really wants to see you heal and do well. And so if pe- people get a little flustered once in a while, and maybe you've had some tension here and there with, you know, two, three, four, five different people in, in your in your bubble or circle. I don't know. I don't know who you've had issues with or how many of them there are. But if you if you've been having some issues, hopefully they just they get it. They, like you're just you're trying to learn here. And I feel that anybody who knows you and, and really cares about you, they'll be like, you know, yeah, maybe he was a little putz here or there, but whatever. Like, you know, we love him, you know, and because you do mean well and you are trying. And that's what I see. And that's what I see reflected in you. The times that we interact is that you really are genuinely trying to get your heart and mind and soul all aligned in the right place. Uh, but healing is a process. Mm-hmm. It, there, you know, it is not something that you just magically wave a wand and it just happens. Right. So, you know, it took me a long time to really, well, hell, it took me two years to even find the right, quote unquote, one after my divorce. Yeah. You know, and some people takes way, 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 way longer. Mm-hmm. I was lucky. He just fell in my lap, you know. Yeah. You know, type of thing. And so, but it took me a while. Like I dated around, af- you know, after my divorce, but all of those were just, they were okay, cool connections here and there, a couple mm-hmm. weirdos, a couple good ones, you know, but they were sort of emotional placeholders. And that to me, was part of my journey. Yeah. But it was also kind of a, some of it, some of those connections were, it was a disservice to them because I wasn't ready. Yeah. You know, and I, and I didn't realize how unfair that was, but I was just trying to figure it out. Yeah. And life happens. You figure stuff out. You do make mistakes. You're like, Oh, shouldn't have done that. You know, or you get right back into the same kind of negative pattern that you had, you know, in different other situations. And you start to repeat the same patterns and you're like, okay, well, let's regroup. And finally, when I just kind of let go to the universe and said, all right, where is my path? Where do you want me? And things started slowly falling into place. When I let go, got out of my own way, got my ego out of the way and just said, I'm ready for the actual healing to happen. And then poof shows up you know here's brent you know and and we were actually just just friends for a whole year prior to even becoming something significant yeah and i think that foundation not rushing anything by far was one of the best ideas you know for for my process for his process and you know just it's it's been a it's been a wild ride and that getting out of your way is a form of forgiveness, right? Mm-hmm. Because and that's 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 really where my mind is going with yeah. with all of this is when you go through those cycles and you finally see what those are, but then you keep doing like you keep acting and you keep doing something um, behaviorally yeah. that puts you into positions with other people, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, sometimes those interactions don't end in the most positive way because mm-hmm. you're just not there yet. And yeah. to, to come to that point of forgiving yourself for getting into that position, because mm-hmm. I, for one, take ownership on the pain that other people feel because of the th- actions that I've done. You should feel, you, you should acknowledge your responsibility in your actions. Absolutely. Yeah. Your role in your actions. Yeah. You own those. And you should acknowledge and and apologize for the the role that you have, 
But it always, in every interaction, even with a relative, family member, with a friend, whoever it is, it does take two to tango in any dynamic, unless you're just standing there by yourself talking to the, you know, the universe or whatever. But, you know, if you're interacting with another person, their expectations and their words and their interactions with you, you both have to hold part of the responsibility for choices and actions with what you say and do. I mean, you know, and, but if you can both, like if everybody can forgive themselves in a situation of like, okay, I said some really, you know, crappy things, or I was kind of rude or this or that. And, oh, hey, I had expectations of you that weren't really realistic. All right. You know what? Let's regroup. And then you, you kind of get back to that point of now we're on a different page of understanding. Yeah. Um, that's a more respectful way to handle it. But you do have to forgive yourself for all the things that you've done in the past and even the mistakes you continue to make mm. periodically. But you do need to learn from them, too. Like, yeah. not keep Yeah, you can't just be like, oh, them. you knucklehead. You just got to keep going along. You, I forgive you. You know, give them a noogie and get yeah. it going along. That, that can't happen. Yeah, you do have to learn something from each experience right. and each interaction. Every single interaction and friendship and connection that you've been making over the last, you know, couple of months. If there's anything you've done or said with any of those dynamics, you've got to just acknowledge it and learn from it. And what do you gain from like, oh, okay, so I promised more than I could give or I over-obligated myself to too many, you know, whatever social activities or, oh, I, you know, said I could do this, but, you know, that's really something I can't do. You have to say, okay, well, I did these things. I know that these are real. Um. And I gave the impression to this person, that person, and this person that this was what I was capable of. Learn not to over-obligate yourself. Right. Or over-stretch yourself. And, and Not when you're healing, anyway. No, and I, and I think that, that that has been kind of a fast-track lesson in the last month and a half, two months, where, mm-hmm. you know, it's really exciting to be on your own and to open your 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 doors up to so many possibilities um mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily you know it doesn't necessarily mean romantically physically yeah, no, no. it could mean friends it, mm-hmm. it's co-workers everything that you let into your bubble affects the way that you shape your way of life moving mm-hmm. forward and and it's almost like with this clean slate it's like let's throw everything at it and see how it sticks <laughs> and yeah but then you end up end up with spaghetti on the wall oh yeah <laughs> and you gotta clean somebody's gotta clean up the spaghetti yeah, yeah. so i'm cleaning up the spaghetti that that is kind of where I think you're at. Yeah, and so um, just just to give a little, you know, peel the curtain back a little bit, I, I'm, I'm I'm almost at a disadvantage here because Melissa is so well tuned in to me mm-hmm. that she knows way more than she's letting off, letting me believe. <laughs> and you know, it, it, does it creep you out a little bit? There's a vulnerability that I feel that that has actually been a constant in my life over the last couple of months. Yeah, that I'm I'm actually really quite comfortable in um but it it has been a very i'm fortunate that i've been able to have this mirror placed in front of me that is not creating too much chaos and too much damage but it's at the same time it's teaching me these really crucial lessons on how i proceed with relationships how i Mm -hmm. proceed with people and how i communicate um and i'm finding that just the straight, brutal honesty right at the gate without 
overextending and overpromising things is mm-hmm. been the biggest lesson for me and and how and with that it better has, better it, for you huh it is better for me and it's also better for the parties involved because yep. it's sifting out all that negative toxicity mm-hmm. that i don't need in my life anymore yeah and unfortunately you know with that it, it just i keep saying turbulent because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people right now are, are are struggling to find connection with people. Yeah. And to 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 get together with somebody who who who's open to being honest with themselves and with other people can create um what am I trying to say? Like just a strength in 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 that connection that will eventually lead to such a vulnerable vulnerable position that you get defensive and you mm-hmm. you'll you'll get to a place of well if if i if i can't be this way all the time then this <laughs> is going to be a problem you know <laughs> yeah and i can't and i can't necessarily be the one to delve out my energy from my cup because i'm still working on filling it up yeah you need to you need to fill your cup back up first yeah and then start giving out energy to the right places to the right people to the right situations as you're able as you want to what you are comfortable with um, you know, but yeah, you do the work needs to start within that, yeah. that all it, you've got to, you've got to heal that inner child. You've got to, you know, give some love to you and some time to yourself and really redefine yourself. And like I said before, don't wall yourself off, mm-hmm. but you've really got to allow that sort of vessel to be refilled and then kind of take your time, um, with, with everything else. And I found that you've been growing a lot, you know, over the course of this time, you, you've really been very self-reflective. You've been very open and honest with me and with Brent, you know, you, you've given us, um, that vulnerability. And so, which I appreciate, you know, I can't hide anything from me anyway. So exactly. <laughs> just why bother trying? Right. Um, but you know, it's, and this is, this is applicable to a lot of people going through all sorts of things because, you know, I know you guys were talking on the live show about, you know, um, different relationships falling apart and different things happening over the this whole pandemic and what it has done to people and their perspective and how they really feel about themselves and everything. So a lot of people are redefining who they are and what makes them truly happy and what makes the, their heart sing. And so, you know, it, it is a journey for a lot of people right now to just kind of regroup and, um, most of all, be kind to yourself and compassionate to yourself. Mm-hmm. You and the, you know, the yous the, out there. The collective you. Yeah, like just take like take your time and breathe and really appreciate what life has to offer. It, it, we, we stress ourselves out way too much about the stupidest and smallest things sometimes. There are so many bigger fish to fry and, you know, but you do have to start with balancing out yourself. We're never going to be hundred percent balanced by the way, like all the Zen and the centering and all that we're, you know, we're doing, we're never, ever hundred percent. Right. Everyone wants that. They want this pure enlightenment and you can get close, but you have to also accept your humanity. And this leads me to the next subject, which is gratitude. And I think this is perfect timing because a, very close friend of mine, uh, who I call my queen. Her name is Jules. She um, is a fan of the show, but and, and I met her at a, an event. But we had connected 
via email a couple of months ago, just over reconnecting over this circles event that we went to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, um, we kind of hit it off right off the bat, just super cool person. Very, very interesting human mm -hmm. comes from a line of working in corrections. And mm -hmm. now she works with troubled youth. Um, and she's just a very selfless person. Um, and very, very lo well loved in her community. Mm -hmm. Um, and her name is Juliet and she actually went in to get some back surgery three weeks ago. She, oh. she it was her second back surgery. Okay. She, she had some disc damage mm -hmm. and she was supposed to go in just to get this one back surgery and she'd be out after three days, three days turned into three weeks and two additional back surgeries oh, later. No. And it was such a devastating time because she was put on so many drugs. She was yeah. in so much pain in an ICU in a hospital where you can't have visitors. Oh my God. Due gosh. to COVID. Yeah. yeah no. For that... three weeks. And over this course of time, she still managed to text me every day, Ugh. letting me know that to have a good day mm -hmm. and have a good show and just wishing well. Mm -hmm. And there were some days where I was so caught up in my own world and I just, I didn't, I didn't answer some things. And mm -hmm. there was one point where she sent me a text and she said that she had coded one oh, night before. Jesus Christ. And my reaction the next day was, I hope you're okay. And I felt so insignificant and I felt like, mm -hmm. what, what can I do? Yeah. Well, there's not much you can there's do. There's not much. But yeah, I, all you can do is just be present. Yeah. And that's what I did. And it, even that, like, but it was just over the last week <laughs> leading up to va uh, Valentine's Day that I finally, I don't know what it was in me. I just finally said, you know what? I need to be here for her. Mm -hmm. And I, and I was on the phone with her almost every day you know, okay. for 15 minutes, maybe 30, maybe an hour. Sometimes she was incoherent, mm. but I was there and I was yeah. having a good time. I was trying to make her laugh and I was, you know, just being the outside presence for her. Yeah. Just that, that supportive, compassionate friendship and kindness that, that really goes a long way. And, but you can't do that for 12 different people. Like, you know, right. yes, you can have 12 friends, you can have a million friends, right? but you can't give that level of energy everywhere. Right. And it was during this last week, I finally said, you know what? There's a lot of other things going on. I need to I need to be present for for Queen Jewels, mm -hmm. and so I I did, and it and it was just last two days ago, Tuesday, uh, February seventeenth, yeah, sixteenth, no, yeah, sixteenth, Tuesday, February. Mm -hmm. She she calls me and she said, "I'm coming home." Oh, thank God, she's coming home. And this is like five days before she was even planning on coming home. Wow. Two days after she dislocates her shoulder because she's been using her arms too much because she can't use her legs and walk because of her back mm -hmm, surgeries. Mm -hmm. Doctor still says she can go home. Oh, boy. She's home now. Okay. And she's so happy. That's good. And and the amount of love that she's receiving, she can't understand. She doesn't know how to receive it. She doesn't know how to accept food. <sighs> she doesn't know how to accept oh, help. Oh, my gosh. Because she's just one of these selfless, beautiful human beings that. And they get so confused. People like that, people like her, people like you get very confused when people try to help you. Yeah. And it, it yeah, it is. It's a, it's a, it's a beautiful thing and a sad thing at the same time. Just such 
loving souls and are like, but I'm supposed to fix everyone else. Right. And, you know, and, and I, I tend to suffer the same affliction mm-hmm. of not wanting. I'm like, I can fix it. I can do it. I, you know, right. that, that streak of independence. So letting anybody into that, it it is hard, but it's also just, that's really special though. And I'm so glad that she's okay. Me too. And it's humbling knowing that she's there mm-hmm. and she's forced, <laughs> almost <laughs> literally forced to sit there and be like, okay, I'll take the help. Yeah. And you know, she, she lost her mom quite a few years ago. Um, and, and I, you know, that's something that I can relate with her on. And so yeah. the way that I, 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 I turned it around on her, I said, you know what, it's probably just your mom trying to reach out through all the people that she knows how to get to you. And she's just trying to extend her hand and her arms mm-hmm. and trying to, to comfort you in the best way that she knows how. And that's through her friends and family that she has surrounding her because she's always there for everybody else. She has given yeah. so much for so many people. Mm-hmm. And it's just a wonderful thing to know that she's she's back and she's she's gonna get a uh, <laughs> she'll probably hear this and, <laughs> and but I'm gonna ruin the surprise, but I'm gonna get her like this like blinged out cane. Oh Jesus. It's gonna like <laughs> so she's she said that because she's had back surgery before. She's had mm-hmm. a cane where she has like a horn and oh, geez. A, and a uh, one of those rear view mirrors on it. Oh, wow. Right. So I'm going to try to get her like a really, I'm going to pimp her cane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, yeah. it, and that's a unique name. I, I feel like I've done a reading for someone with that name before. I mean, obviously, it's not that unique. But yeah. we'll ha- after this is over, we'll have to compare notes. And... I think so. And I, I wonder if she did get a reading with you. Um, I feel like she might have. Because there was this one, I think I did like a small mini group reading for like three ladies okay i feel like it is but we'll we'll compare notes later yeah i'll show you i'll show you her picture yeah 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 uh but you know going back to the theme uh, of gratitude Mm -hmm. is you know not only is the the pain and the suffering that she's going through in the in her back surgeries and not being able to walk and move and it's it's like one of those things that it's just those injuries that that bring you down and test your will to live Mm -hmm. and despite all of that you know, her, her response to her doctor who was saying, I wasn't expecting you to get out this early. Her response was determination, brah. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, you know, that I think that's the resiliency that we have mm-hmm. to calamity is amazing. Yeah, it, it proves that there is a lot of beautiful inner strength that we can um, draw upon and also be grateful for those around us that help us continue to have that strength. Even when we don't know where it's coming from or how we're ever going to find it or you don't even want to be strong, you know, you don't know how to feel it. Where is it, you know, emanating from, mm-hmm. but it's there and and that collective love that is surrounding her during her healing, the collective love that is surrounding you during your different type of healing journey. Mm-hmm. Um, it is something to be grateful for and have gratitude towards and to not take for granted. And and I know that a lot of people have been reaching out to you to help and you've had a hard time accepting some of it and some of you, you have, um, but all the help and the love that has been given to you, it shouldn't come with any kind of strings either. Right. And that- but there are, there are no <laughs> strings to be attached to that type of, love and and i'm sure that the the all the friendship that you're giving to your friend and all the time that you're spending talking to her trying to talk her through this hard time you don't expect anything in return you don't expect you know whether 
there's just, there's no expectations. No. You're just doing it because it's the right thing to do and it feels right to you. That is when you know there is, it's a term that I use in a lot of my readings is energy equity. Mm-hmm. The exchange of energy between you and other people. If you walk away from that exchange feeling good and healthy and happy, like you've given of your time and your talents and your love and the person's received it and it's just, it's balanced and maybe they can't give you a lot back um, but they just, they give you that positivity back. That's where it's an equitable exchange. But if you walk away feeling drained or unappreciated or devalued or, or chastised for the energy exchange or the, or that you're spreading yourself too thin, you know, you're giving too many bits of and tendrils out into the world, then that's when you have to set a boundary. You have to step back and you have to say no thank you to something. Mm-hmm. That energy equity flow has to be put in check. Um, something that happens to people that don't do that, uh, it's a lot of it's coming, especially from empaths. It'll come from your solar plexus chakra, the one right above your belly button. And that energy will be pulled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'll be drawn from that, that chakra. Accidentally, you'll be giving it away, you know, like Mardi Gras beads. Since we just passed Mardi Gras and all, you know, you'll, you'll be giving it away too freely and people will be taking of it too freely and so that inequity starts to build up and build up and build up and then a lot of resentment happens um that love isn't there then and the gratitude isn't there all of these things start to fall apart and break apart if you leave that chakra so wide open and then it starts with physical manifestations uh, digestive problems um stomach problems back pain, severe back pain tailbone pain um breathing problems anxiety insomnia all of this will start radiating you know through your body if you're just you know having mardi gras with your chakra <laughs> So you've really got to give the energy out appropriately and also receive it appropriately. People can give to someone else with love and, and kindness. You know, you're you're saying, hey, are you hungry? Do you need this? Do you need that? Hey, do you just need someone to talk to on the phone? That's beautiful that you're doing all this for your friend and you should mm-hmm. because they're giving that back to you equitably. Mm-hmm. But still, don't forget yourself right you have to pause and if you need an afternoon where it's just just you mm-hmm. and you're just sitting there playing a video game doesn't really matter you've also got to carve that time out for yourself because then you can with kindness give some of your time and energy to the people that you're opting to and you're doing it authentically you're not doing it forced because you feel like well they gave to me so i need to give to them or whatever you're doing it as this sort of kind of symbiotic mutual exchange it's it's an exchange instead of an obligation right it's almost like a mantra you could use is check your motives set your intentions Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right that's really what i what i have been trying to focus on even Mm -hmm. before i even send a text set your intention check your motives Mm -hmm. what do you want to get out of this yeah and right there that that could save a lot of people a lot of trouble if mm-hmm. you know before you send that emotional or horny or <laughs> you know whatever type of text you want to send that might send you into the wrong path yeah, yeah. of that energy exchange yeah it, it's it it is about being mindful yeah it, it's a mindfulness thing of look at what you're saying and what you're doing and yeah you know, why, why you're doing it mm-hmm. it's it doesn't take that much i mean we're all guilty of sending or saying something or doing something and we're a little bit wacky on our motivation and you know 
humanity is humanity. Again, forgive yourself for the humanity. It's okay. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and the people in your life that maybe they've played a little bit of into that sort of imbalance, forgive them too. Yeah. And, but you know, it's, it's a two way street. You got to forgive yourself that, you know, all that kind of stuff has to happen. Mm -hmm. And the healing journey, you know, it's just, it's one of those things that you're going to learn a hell of a lot about yourself. Yeah. You know, and sometimes it's hard to learn some of those things. Yeah. But it's also beautiful. What I love about this conversation in particular is it does feel like I'm talking with, you know, in previous set, uh, re recordings of broadcasts, you've, you know, channeled my grandmother at some point. Yeah. And it feels like I'm talking to my grandma right now. <laughs> and that, that's not an, an age thing. It's just yeah. like a, there's a spirit thing happening here that. Oh, pun, I, pun intended. I'm always divinely inspired, so yeah, I, I do think the spiritual realm to help me have the right words to not only heal you, but heal all the people that are going to listen to this because you are not alone in your right. your journey. Right, and I'm grateful. Back to the theme, gratitude. Mm -hmm. I'm very grateful for you being here at this moment in this time. That I feel like it's so very much needed. You know, a lot of the events that have happened in my life personally over the last couple of days have really opened up my eyes and shown me a new path in which I need to start traveling down mm -hmm. that won't be a hard thing to do. It's just making those mindful adjustments and yeah. and getting to those places where I can be at peace with myself as well as with people that I interact with mm -hmm. on a daily basis. But getting back to working with yourself and healing within this whole inner child, uh, you know, work shadow work, mm -hmm. the Jung, the Jungian philosophy, <laughs> uh, is a huge topic within like the um, the spiritual community that doesn't get a lot of talk, but it's always like one of those hot, yeah, hot topics that people always gravitate towards because well shadow or what do we got to do in the shadows <laughs> and it, but it, honestly it's just that stuff that we just stuff down that we don't want to even think about or work on and you gotta you think think of it like okay when you're cleaning your house and there's like a dark corner <laughs> and you just don't turn on the lights right. well there might be a big pile of cat fur that's accumulated uh, there right. and you have to sort of illuminate some things to clear out those dark parts of yourself and there also needs to be this beautiful balance between the light and the dark side of yourself. You are not ever to eliminate either side. Mm -hmm. They are to integrate together. Mm -hmm. That's how they work. You know, you have to accept the, the darker and slightly, maybe even less desirable parts of yourself as part of your whole, mm -hmm. who you really are and what makes you tick and incorporate the beautiful light within you and realize that that's the whole package. That's the whole picture of who and what you are and what you are meant to do and be. When you have some better understanding of that, those aspects of yourself, those, those fragments of yourself, and you get them a little more collected, that is when you can more authentically actually give and interact at work, with family, to friends, to possibly finding a partner, all of those things happen a little better when you start drawing in your fragments and slowly gluing them back together. I still have fragments floating around, mm -hmm. but it, and it doesn't mean that I can't have happiness and, and have, you know, 
I'm getting married in October and all this great stuff, mm-hmm. you know, yay, and all these things. But, you know, every once in a while, a piece of me will kind of float somewhere. It'll be drawn back to a trigger, to a memory, mm-hmm. to whatever. And I acknowledge it. I appreciate what it is. I'm like, oh, I recognize that. Let's move the other direction. You know, it's, it's again, about being mindful and just being aware. Right. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be, you know, on the top of some, you know, hill in, in Tibet, you know, wearing some robe. You know, you, you, that would be entertaining. I'd like, to, I'd like to see the picture if you do it. But, and, but you at least have to be aware. It's all about the awareness. It's not about perfection. Right. It's about mindfulness and awareness. And so... Again, the people around you that see this rocky road that you're on, right now you are climbing up that mountain to get onto your in you know, into your little robe onto the top of them. You know, that that's what you're doing. You're you're going up these craggly rocks and some of them are sharp. Some of them you're cutting your feet on. Some of them will drop me down a couple of steps back, maybe. Yeah, you're you're doing that. And yeah. but but you're still doing the work. And I really, truly honor that. You know, I really respect that, that, that you're you're doing this. Well, thank you. So, you know, it's it's not an easy journey to look within and say, okay, well, here's the 17 different ways that I have screwed up. Oh, but look, here's the 20 ways that I'm trying as well. Yeah. You know, you, you can't, all that negative self-talk that you were saying, you, you know, you've had, you, you don't want to talk to yourself in your inner child and in, you know, to in that way that, Oh, I'm horrible. I'm awful. I'm, you know, why did I do this? Say, you know, what can I choose differently today? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ch- change the wording right. on how you approach it. Like, okay, well I made a, a choice that didn't lead to a positive result yesterday. What am I going to choose today? And so that, I think that helps. It's, it's the approach. And I, I think that that's, you know what, that's why I started this, this whole episode with that picture because Mm -hmm. that has that picture has completely shifted my mindset to that direction where good just change your change your outlook and and i've i've had more enjoyable experiences like i've actually woken up with a smile on my face for the first time in a long time where i've just kind of been like you know what this is going to be a good day. Good. I come in, there's printer issues that I have to deal with, but you know what? Yeah. I'm going to have fun doing it, you know? And, and there's and, and have it has everyone around here noticed right. that? I and, bet they have. Yeah, and if it, I I completely underestimate my effect on my environment around me. <laughs> and yeah. And I and it's and it's a and it's a shame because it it can make people uncomfortable. Like yeah. take young Kyle here. <laughs> Kyle, I love him to death. He's one of the best things that's happened to me in my life recently. I'm sitting in your seat, Kyle. <laughs> and it's comfortable. <laughs> and he is just a wonderful human being. He's just yeah. the kindest, most gentlest soul. And when I'm in a bad mood, I know that he's immediately going, oh, I, I fucked up. I oh. messed up. He's internalizing he it. He does. He's, and he's, poor, a young, he's a young fella. Poor man. And I hate saying that, too, because he's 30 years old and he's <laughs> he's a man. And he he's he's making a name for himself. Mm-hmm. No, he's doing a good job. He really is. But he's succumbing to some things that you know that I see in him that I had struggled with at that point in my life. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so I'm trying to shift that and yeah. I'm mind using that mindfulness and, and shifting my way of 
of thinking has shifted my way of my presence here Good. in the room. And I think that it's created a more uh, conducive environment for him to at least see that if I'm having a bad day, it's not his fault. Yeah. Right. No. <laughs> Which is such a, you know, it, it's hard. It's hard because I'm like this boss. So, yeah, you know, no, I, I, I some, let's see, how do I clean this up? That's relatable, but also not going to violate who I'm going to talk about. Um, I had an interaction with somebody um, in, in a position of authority mm-hmm. that, that I know and respect and they were having a bad day and they were being grumpy about it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, first I wanted to get defensive and I wanted to be like, me, 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 I'm not, me, me, I'm just trying to ask you questions, me, right. you know? And then I was like, oh, it doesn't have anything to do with me. Right. It, this, this shit ain't even me. Mm-hmm. This, this is their, their thing to figure out. So I just, so instead I made a choice. I held space for the person to say, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm there to hear, hear you out and I'm, I'm, I'm here to help and what can I do type of thing. And I, and I shifted my reaction to the, the stimuli. And then a couple hours later, it was, you know, there was a message, Hey, you know, thanks for being cool type of thing. Yeah. You know, and my reaction and then also my understanding that their situation was not my situation. I just came into the fray of the moment and maybe that will help. Maybe it'll help Kyle, you yeah. know, when, when he can understand that he is doing a great job. Yes, you know, he he, he's interacting more on the air. He's, you know, he's, he's funny. You know, he's getting those audio files going. He's doing a lot of really good stuff. And if you're just, you know, I, I think he needs to understand that you're going through a massive energetic and emotional shift, even if he doesn't believe in the mumbo jumbo or, or maybe he does. But even if he doesn't, everyone's been through a breakup. Right. So everyone knows what that feels like and all the mental stuff that we put ourselves through during that actual process. So if you're just having some ups and downs and hills and valleys, his role as the subordinate, you know, but you're also friends Mm -hmm. is to just hold space for you. Yeah. And just say, hey, you know, Brando looks grumpy. (laughs) Maybe I should go give him a wedgie. We know, don't I? <laughs> or what, or whatever, you know. And just his dynamic and, and approach can also shift, and he can learn something in that process, but also not to internalize it, right? Because, and you, as the you know lead in this room, mm-hmm. um, your approach should be with the people that you have to help guide. Is hey, you're doing a good job, right? I care about you. Uh, Thanks for helping me out. Um, oh, that's a nice, you know, shirt you're wearing today. Whatever. Yeah. Start well when you're having the ability, when you have the capacity, because you're still in your healing phase. But when you have the capacity, offer some healing energy to the people around you, and that even includes Rob and Don. You yeah. know, offering when you can, offering some real positivity to affect your environment. You're not just you know, it's not just a workplace environment, it's a family environment. Mm -hmm. And you're also an empath, meaning you can psychokinetically affect your environment. Mm -hmm. You can physically change the megahertz and the vibration of your space with your damn energy. I mean, damn it. So you, you do have to be aware of that. But then again, forgive yourself. I mean, Hey, I made all the lights flashing here the first time I was in the studio Mm because I got nervous and (laughs) Psychokinetic energy is a real thing. It really is. You, you've got to be present and aware of it 
but you know, stuff happens. Yeah. Sometimes you blow up a computer. Oops. Yeah. You know, yeah. sorry. Done that. The uh, just anecdotally, I, I I have kind of just just to pull the curtain back again a little bit. I know people kind of like this stuff. Yeah, I think they do. <laughs> um. So Kyle. Uh, puts together all the trouble, trouble, and master movie contests, and there's clue sheets that we do. Yeah, okay. Right? So right. you know, that's like the the song from 1985 that you know mm-hmm. performed by an artist that wasn't allowed at the uh, pr- Trump rally. <laughs> so I'm going to start submitting some songs and stuff to Kyle. <laughs> you should. Um, but that that I think this was like the specific one. It had mm-hmm. something to do with like so the uh, the song was "Dream On" by Aerosmith. And I, I heard that the, the song day. was banned from being played at Trump rallies. Mm-hmm. And that was a clue. And I was like, you know what? I don't know, Kyle. I just, I don't know, man. I don't think Rob's going to like that. And I was like, you know, just, just go ask Rob. Just, you know, go ask him. Yeah. And he ran it through and Rob was like, oh yeah, that's, that's a good clue. And, you know, I doubted him. Well. I doubted it, but that was, but that. That's I, okay. But in, in all of this is stemming from because I was in a mood. I was just like, I was overthinking it. I was like, you know what? I don't know, man, that just might not sound entertaining enough. I just, I just don't know. And it ran through and, Mm -hmm. and, and Rob loved it and it was great for the show and it was entertaining. Yeah. And later that day in the, in the parking lot, I was, you know, we we were passing by, he was coming back from lunch or something and I was just leaving with, with some equipment. And I said, you know what, Kyle, just want you to know I was wrong. Aww. And I'm ha- I'm happy to say that I'm wrong, and that was a great job that you did with the with the clue. That, you know, you're doing a great job. You know, and that and that moment right there for me was that humbling. You know, put me in my place type of. Yeah. You know, take, separate yourself from the situation just for a little bit, just for a moment, and yeah. trust that he actually has a, a grasp on what he's doing. Oh yeah, he, I, I think that he does, and and you also have to let people try exactly, and, and if they sink. A couple of times, it's still okay. That's okay. Like that's how you learn. Exactly. You've got to you've got to let people have their wings. Yeah. To fly. And, and my boy got his wings that day. Mm-hmm. That felt so good. And I was happy to be wrong. You know, I yeah. was happy to say I was wrong. You did a great job. That was that was exactly what we're looking mm-hmm. for. And so, <clears throat> you know that, and and I guess it's almost it's almost um it's perfect that we're talking about Kyle because Kyle feels like he's he's that inner child that I want to have in my present life. Like his mm-hmm. his whimsical approach to life, he's still a man and he's still, you know, but he's, he has he's a, very his happy. awareness, but he's always happy. Yeah, he's, I like his energy. He's I, so I, cheerful and he's yeah. such a nice human, mm-hmm. but he's also, he's strong on his convictions and he's strong on mm-hmm. his beliefs. And, and I just, I think that he's got a really good grasp on that balance of, of keeping that inner child alive. Yeah. And, and I need to do that. And, and I, and I, that's something that he inspires me in, in a way, you know, just to, to and, and I, and I don't know by, you know, maybe just me starting to look at my picture on my phone of my mm-hmm. younger self that yeah. is going to help me get in tune with that and, and foster that, that, uh, whimsical innocence that we all should have yeah. just to keep that balance of that cynical adult that we all have in us. And then, and well, yeah, we have, it's that balance too. Right. You have to have, you know, you have to have your, your big boy britches on and live life and be an adult. Um, but yeah, you have to, you also have to heal that inner child that's within you that, it happens sometimes with people who had to grow up too fast. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they had to caretake for people around them or, you know, deal with people not behaving the way they expected around them. That happens a lot. 
um, or they just, whatever the case may be, they felt like they grew up too fast. And so there's this stunting that happens and this confusion and then you never go back and just relax Mm -hmm. a little bit, you know, and, and it's, it does happen, you know, you, you feel like, you know, you had to, you had to wear the pants or you had, you know, you had to take care of things or if people were unwell around you and you're like, well, what can I do to fix? What can I do to fix? You get a, a, a codependent con, you know, kind of tendency. You get this, you know, real big fixer tendency and the martyr complex and all that kind of stuff happens. And then you literally stop loving you and taking care of you and you just you do fracture a bit so you know it's it's in a way it's divine intervention you get kyle not only does he help you separate some of the tasks on your day-to-day work life but you've gained a new friend Mm -hmm. and you know and you've gotten this perspective from him how to just appreciate life with joy and with abandon, you know, and like I watch his Instagram stories and all those kind of stuff. And it's just like, Oh, look, he's happy and he's cooking, you know, like, and that kind of calm and joy, you know, he's a human. I'm sure he has things that bother him and he gets pissed off about things, you know, we're, we're all that way. Um, but yeah, he does have a unique approach. And I think that you guys can learn from one another. Absolutely. You know, he, you can teach him a whole hell of a lot, but vice versa. Yeah. You know, it doesn't it doesn't have to be just be based on who's older, who's younger, whatever. We gain from each other as a tribe. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone has a strength. Right. And whatever strength you can put into the tribe, some of us are better at, you know, being the shaman and some of us are better at, you know, going out and hunting for the antelope, whatever it is, like you find your lane and then you share your gifts as a collective so the collective does well. Mm-hmm. And in this purpose, the collective of you guys, it's so that healing energy radiates through this space and then therefore through each of you. Yeah. So. And then through the radio waves. Yeah. No, pretty, I, pretty unique position to be in, right? It, it is. It really is. And I've noticed the energy has been improving yeah. a, a lot. I've I've noticed you're laughing more, you know, which is great. Um, and you're more interactive mm-hmm. and you seem happier and just more kind of in tune. And I think that that, um, that is given Kyle and Queenie more confidence to then do their interactions and, and speak up and, and say what they feel and what they think and what's going on. And it also gives, you know, a little the, the useful version of, you know, sure. opinions from here. And then, um, you know, Rob and has, you know, and Don, they have their views. And it, it just, it's a very beautiful interwoven set of interactions now that I, I know I've been hearing things, people like, who are you guys talking about bitching and moaning about why, why you have a, a transgender and why you have a bisexual person uh, on the air and all that. It's only because mm-hmm. Rob's building this moral moral uh, guard around him with uh, yeah, the, uh, diversity and, oh my God. and the trans I, and the bisexuals and the yeah. Yeah, I was like, I, I, I listened to that and the person saying you know he that he's doing that. I thought, what kind of cockamamie garbage is is that? <laughs> like that's just a bunch of fucking malarkey. <laughs> yeah, it's like. It's called growing and diversifying. Right. You know, this show is doing, it's reflective of society. Society is not a linear one white male 
yelling Mm -hmm. into the microphone, or at least it shouldn't be. There should be diversity. There should be different voices and aspects and opinions and, and, you know, and not all of you guys agree all the time about all the same things. And that is representational of what's out there with the people. Mm -hmm. And to a certain degree, same thing with your podcast. You know, yeah, you've had a lot of spiritual mumbo jumbo is <laughs> on it. So there's that's a little heavy on it, but but in a good way, which yeah, I very good which, way. which I like. Yeah. Um, I think this might be what number thirteen. Who's so, counting? Something like that. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking I, that's a whole nother tangent. Sarah Winchester and the thir- oh, yeah. that that's a whole nother thing. That's but right. um, you know, but to, to that degree, you've also had a lot of different diverse voices with the broadcast, different you know, different industries, different things, you know, all these different angles. Because you're representing the people mm-hmm. and you're allowing them to learn and to grow and to get information and heal by what you're putting out there. People don't realize, but some of just the simple conversations that you either have on the podcast or even like just jokes from the maggots on, on the air, that promotes help and healing because mm-hmm. people have voices they can listen to and they can care about and they can love and they can learn. And it becomes this wonderful relationship it's not just babbling into a microphone it's you're you're interacting on a different level at least that's how i see it but maybe i'm just full of crap i don't know no i think you knit the nail on the head i mean i think you just wrote my mission statement for Ah. for why why i have made it to 150 episodes of the rad broadcast like this right here is just it it is mile, milestone number. It's a, it's a ten mm-hmm. on the number scale, but it's it's so much more than that because it's it, this is such a turning point in not just my life, but in what we're going through as a collective. Mm-hmm. And now that we've established finally in the hundred and fiftieth episode <laughs> that we can represent so many different things and so many different yeah. voices and use this as a tool for healing and happiness. Mm-hmm and sadness and learning from it and the lessons that that can be had through all types of walks of life this is the place to go to to feel that because people could feel safe Mm -hmm. within this inner sanctum of no matter if people write into you for the broadcast or they write into the show for help they can feel safe that they're going to be heard and that no matter how wacky it is that they're going to be listened to because every voice matters. All are welcome at the table. You know, everybody has a place to express themselves. And, you know, no matter what gender, color, size, shape, religion, you know, those are just outward expressions of the beautiful inner soul that is within our meat suit. You know, it's, those are just little layers. Those are just layers. But when you really peel them all back, what do you see? And that's how I have for a long time seen people. I don't necessarily see the color, the gender, you know, okay. Yeah. You you physically can see it, right? Like Mm -hmm. I know it's there, but for me, I really just dig deep and I look inside. I'm like, what does their little soul energy look like? Oh, that looks a little scary. Let me walk away from that. <laughs> you know, oh, that's nice. I want to talk to that person. Yeah. And so I really peel back. So I interact with the right energy for me. Yeah. You know, 
no matter what they're wrapped up in or, you know, I, I've, my, my Facebook feed is full of so many people. Um, I've got everything under the sun, every political belief. I've got all the sorts of religious beliefs, all sorts of people on there that if you got them in a room, it would be a nightmare Mm -hmm. (laughs) because not all of them know how to play nice, you know, but I love to see the diversity. I like the uniqueness of each person and what got them there. Why are they that way? What, why do they feel that way? Why do they believe that way? You know, where, where are they coming from? It's beauty in the chaos. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is, you know, and, um, the, with the paranormal community alone, Oh boy, there, there's a lot of opinions, (laughs) you know, uh, in that community about all kinds of stuff. A lot of ego in that, in that. There is. Yeah. Industry. Well, there's a lot of ego in a lot of industries. Yeah. And well, and yeah, it's true of of every industry. It doesn't really matter what you're, what you're in. There's always going to be people that think that they're the, the, the front runners or they Mm -hmm. know the best or they have the best or whatever, uh, you know, their ways, the highway type of thing. But I always thought, you know, if you just kind of strip it down to what are you doing it for? Right. And so for the paranormal, for me, being involved in all of that is how can I be helpful to living and to the dead? That's like the bare the bare minimum of it. Yeah, I want the scientific validation, blah, 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 but that's how I help and heal mm-hmm. the living and the dead, using the scientific tools, using my spiritual gifts, using, you know, all these classes that I take to improve upon my knowledge base. Those are all kind of means to the end of how can I help and heal these energies and I think if a lot of people especially in that industry would just really break it down to am I helping the client or you know or the building or whatever am I helping the dead people in in the space you know through however I'm furthering it if I'm going straight science if I'm going straight spiritual mumbo jumbo if I'm blending the two whatever you're doing to get there are you actually getting there if you're not helping, if you're helping just yourself, make an adjustment or two or three, right. you know? And so that's just, I, I found a lot of that, you know, would just kind of through that prism, but also through just the healing journey that, you know, you and a lot of those folks out there are going through, you just kind of have to make little adjustments occasionally and change your perspective or change your view or see what you're thinking or feeling or what's going on. You know, I think that it makes a difference. Checking your motives, Mm. setting your intentions. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, if I didn't care about helping and healing people, would I be booking myself into February of 2022? I mean, would I really be doing that? If, you know, I, I could really just sit and, tinker in my garden and you know and do cool things in in my new house right (laughs) you know but my soul truly is called to that passion Mm -hmm. so you know i just i dedicate a lot of time and a lot of energy and a lot of um effort to trying to help as many people uh as 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 humanly and inhumanly as (laughs) possible (laughs) um but which which leads me to some housekeeping thoughts that are floating in my mind um, my brain does that. I have this tangent thing where my brain spins off in like five directions while I'm thinking. Um, we are booking way the hell out into God knows where. 2022. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somewhere right. February, March of 2022-ish, give or take. Um, people out there that reach out, 
please continue to reach out. Please continue to ask for help. I am there to give resources, help, guidance, all of that. We do have a couple emergency slots here and there that I'm, there's not many left, but I filled a lot of them, that kind of thing. I'm doing everything I can to get to people. If it takes me a few days to get back to you, please don't be discouraged. Please don't be upset with me. Um, I do work a full-time job. I do have to give some time and energy back to myself, you know, that energy equity. I do have to pay attention to my body's needs and, and all of that. Um, but you know, there's a lot of people that are, that are reaching out, which I think is beautiful and great. And I want them to, cause just because we're booked that far out doesn't mean that we don't have people I can refer you to or right. people I can give, you know, information or cleansing documents. All of that can still happen. Um, but sometimes I can respond the same day if it's one of my days where I'm doing like all the email responses. And sometimes it'll be a handful of days before I can get a like a comprehensive response to somebody with, you know, in great detail. And I just, sometimes I, I do that thing where I feel guilty (laughs) if I can't, if I can't fix everyone and do everyone and I can't get to their appointment as fast and I, this and that, and like, and I really do get in my head about it. Um, but it's because I really truly care mm-hmm. about what I'm doing and and what my team does, what we do as a collective, and how we help the community. We are community, you know, community service based. We try to help the community with their spiritual concerns. So you know, I'm I get overwhelmed sometimes. So I just want people out there to kind of know, like, be patient with us to the best of their ability. Um, but that, it, you know, rarely do I ever miss an email or a message. But if I do. Don't feel bad about reaching back out. Like, did you see my message? You know, it's okay. Right. Like, that's fine. I'm not going to get mad about it. You know, I, I just I go through and I try to clear them all out as as often as I can and make You're sure. Only you know, human. You can only do so much. Ishy ish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. Jury's still out on that one. Yeah. I, I little, do feel alien myself. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes a little weird. Um, but you know, it, yeah. At the, at the end of the day, there's only so many hours. You right. know, and there's only so much I can do. And if I work a full eight hour work day. And then I have a reading that night. That's about all I'm going to have the energy for Mm -hmm. that. And that's the reality of it. And that is something that I've been learning and getting better at accepting like, okay, well, tomorrow is another day. Mm -hmm. Maybe I didn't do every single thing I wanted to do today. I had this whole laundry list of ideas. Oh, I want to go to this store and I want to do this in the yard and I want to, and if I don't get every single item checked off, I've learned to just accept it, forgive myself for that. And just try again tomorrow, type of thing. You know, mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta be kind to yourself. At the really, at this the, the biggest thing. Talk to your child. You talk to your inner child. Look at your picture. Find <laughs> a picture of yourself as a young kid and look at it and go. Would you really talk to yourself when you were that age? God, I love that. That is a great, great perspective. It's so and profound, I, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely wouldn't yell and holler and give a bunch of grief. I I would gently guide. Right. How would we do something different there, little Brandon? (laughs) How would we do this differently? Yeah. Right. There's definitely a better way. Man. What a way to, uh, what a way to end the 150th episode. This feels great. I'm I'm so appreciative that you asked me. Thank you. I'm so grateful for you to be here. And, you know, with the theme being what it is, it just, it just feels so perfect that, of course, this, of course you were here. Of course we were talking about this very subject. And and of course... I know that this is going to help a lot of people. I hope so. I, I hope that everybody collectively out there just learns to have a little bit of love and compassion. Not just for themselves, but for those around them. Amen. No matter what they're going through. Yeah. And don't take it personally. 
No. no you can't control it, other people's emotions. Other people's opinions about you are none of your business. Exactly. I like that. One that I've learned, yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Melissa. Yep. Sackspirit.com for all your spirit needs. Um, you can find all of their contact information. Their social needs are all up there as well. Um, but be patient if you are needing <laughs> a new appointment. February, March 2022 is as far as they're going out now. So uh, well worth the wait. And always a pleasure. Always an honor. Thank you so much, Melissa. You're very welcome. Namaste, bitches. The Rad 